I'm drinking a soy latte. I get a double shot. It goes right through my body and you know I'm satisfied. I drive a mini Cooper and I'm feeling super duper. They can tell me I'm a trooper and you know I'm satisfied. I do yoga and Pilates and the room is full of hotties. So I'm checking out the bodies and you know I'm satisfied. I'm digging on the isotopes. This metaphysics shit is dope. If all of this can give me hope, you know I'm satisfied. I got a lawyer and a manager, an agent and a chef. Three nannies, an assistant and a driver and a jet. A trainer and a butler and a bodyguard of five. A gardener and a silas. Do you think I'm satisfied? I'd like to extreme my point of view. I'm not a Christian and I'm not a Jew. I'm just living out the American dream and I just realized that nothing is what it seems. Brother Coffee, do you know what that song is? It's really funny because every week when we record, you say, do you know what the song is? And unless you're singing something from like the Andrew Lloyd Webber (laughs) songbook, the answer is no, I do not. This is really bad because you're a gay man. Okay. Rumor has it. It's Madonna. Oh, okay. I'm not a Madonna gay. (laughs) Oh, not even a little? I mean, I like Madonna, but I'm... So, in the gay community, if you're a Madonna gay, it means you're like... You stand Madonna, like you're oh, obsessed, worship. like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So there's so so there's a lot of different camps in the gay community of like the divas we worship. Okay. So I'm more like if I had to choose like like divas that I worshipped, it's like, like I'm a Dolly gay, I'm a Dolly Parton. Okay, gay. okay. And then there's like Madonna gays, there's, there's Britney, Britney gays, gays, there's Gaga gays. Yes. Yeah, and I like all of them. Yeah. You know, I like Britney. I like Gaga. I like Whitney. Right. Um, uh, Henry B. Insum. Uh-huh. Henrik B. Insum. He's a Whitney gay. So, right. so yeah. Gay. So, so there's different camps. So, I'm if I had to choose one queen to stand, it's Dolly. I'm a Dolly gay. Oh, my gosh. Like, I want to get a Dolly tattoo. That's how much I love really? Dolly. Oh, yeah. Oh. The most offensive thing to my mo- that my mother has ever said to me <laughs> is my sister was in Nashville and she was just sending us pictures. My dad was a big country music fan. So my sister was at the Country Music Hall of Fame or something. And so she was sending us pictures of like, oh, look, it's this, you know, this singer's like platinum album or whatever that were people that my dad listened to. Mm -hmm. And my sister said, anyone want this really ugly Dolly Parton pillow from the gift shop? And it was really ugly. And I said, oh, I want it. And my mom, this is all in a family group chat. Right. Which has been the cause of much contention and strife. Exactly. My mom said, you need to know who Dolly Parton is before you can ask for her pillow. And I was like, how fucking (laughs) dare you? So I proceeded to send to the family group chat the like six different Dolly playlists that I have depending on the mood that I'm in. And then I sent pictures of me wearing like the multiple Dolly Parton t-shirts that I own. Oh my God. And I was like, how fucking dare you? What does she mean by that? She just thought that I didn't know, knew nothing about Dolly Parton. Like she legitimately thought like I had no point of reference and that I just thought it was like a funny campy pillow. And I was like, how dare you, Mama Coco? You know what? Is that her name? Mama, Mary Mary Jo Jo Coco? How dare you, Mary Jo Coco? You know what? I think Mary Jo Coco is one of the most angry people. (laughs) Hi, Sister Twain. Hi, I'm I'm Sister Twain. That's I'm, me. I'm Brother Jack Coffee, and welcome to I almost called it Latter Day Drinks. I did too. In welcome my head, to it worked. Latter Day Drinks. Yeah, but we're not. We're hot drinks. Welcome to hot drinks. Yeah. Uh, what is hot drinks, Sister Twain? Well, it's a podcast. Okay, I've heard of those. You can't see us, but you can hear us. Interesting. And I listen through my iPhone, you, perhaps. You can do. Or an Android phone. An Android. I mean, that's a type of phone. <laughs> You could listen uh, and you can plug it into your car and listen to it through that phone. Wow. Yeah. You can also listen on your computer. You could. Allegedly. Yeah. Or Did, your iPad. What about a, uh, uh, iPod? 
You could. Have yeah. Those still? We, yep, they still exist. What? You could listen on a, a Apple Watch even. Cute. Paired with some headphones. You just walk around with your... Wi- oh. No, you pair oh. it with some Bluetooth headphones. But I want to see somebody walking around like that. I don't that. think you can do that. You don't <laughs> have a speaker like that. Anyway, so Hot Drinks is a podcast, like Sister Twain said. Mm-hmm. And we are your uh, intrepid hosts. And we talk about marriage and Mormonism and sex and gay sex. I mean, we and, do, uh, I don't want it to sound like we talk about marriage. We talk about divorce. And we, glor- oh, we, <laughs> we glorify divorce. We glorify divorce. Uh, everyone should get one. But can I just say... Yeah. So... I've been there's a new little show on Amazon called Modern Love. Here we go. Here we go. It. Here we go. I tried to watch the first episode and then I started a French murder show. <laughs> so <laughs> here's the thing. So Modern Love is on Amazon and, and and Sister Twain and I are both very single and kind of like happily single, right? Oh, yeah. Like oh for sure. Like I'm I'm I mean I have my moments, but like I definitely feel like I'm like I'm pretty happy living alone. I yeah. like I like my alone time. I like that I don't have to share my closet with anybody. You know, right. like I like these things. But yeah. there's a little show on Amazon Prime right now called Modern Love, and it's based on I guess there's a New York Times column called Modern Love where people write right, in. Right, right. So it's based on letters that have been received to that column. So ostensibly these are all like true stories or true ish stories. Yeah. Anyway, and it's just about all sorts of different love and relationships and whatever. And I watched that goddamn show, and I, like, felt all the feels, Mm. and I just, like, it made me so happy, and it made me so sad, because I just, it, like, it burst a little bubble that I have built around myself that I'm, like, happily single. I just want someone to sweep me off my feet. That's what happened to me when I watched Outlander. Okay. Okay. Fair. Exactly. You wanted and I a time traveling so, Scotsman. I was so angry. Yeah, I was pissed about it. Yeah. I was crying and I was pissed. Yeah. Because I was like, no, I like being single. Right. But then that made you think, God, this looks so good. It looks so amazing. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. Um, so uh, we always like to start the show with a couple of things. First of all, what are you mm-hmm. drinking tonight, Sister Twain? Well, I was at a work Halloween party, and before that, we had some alcohol education with the servers. And so I've had lots to drink tonight, beer, wine. Um, and so I'm not drinking now, right now. I'm drinking lemon water. Delicious. To, de- to, to hydrate, and because um, the lemon is like, it helps you to de-bloat. It does? I think so. Congratulations. Oh. I'm drinking an old-fashioned, yeah. a classic of mine. Yeah. Um, so another new segment that we'd like to introduce that we're going to start doing each week is How Sister Vulva. <laughs> okay. Just a weekly check-in. I, I, For the new gentle <laughs> listeners, Sister Vulva is Sister Twain's <laughs> sister. Yes. And if you follow us on Instagram, which is at Hot Drinks on Instagram, yeah. you will often see the Marco Polo messages that Sister Vulva sends us. Uh-huh. Maybe while listening to episodes or right. after episodes. Right. Sometimes with a shocked, dumbfounded look on her right. face. It's so Sometimes good. saying swear words. Yeah. Sometimes telling us that that episode was shit. <laughs> she really only did that once. But we, we enjoy them so much that we just want to start a new ep- a new segment each week called How Sister Vulva. How Sister Vulva. Um, I can just see it like in the in lettering, in like purple, like fun lettering. How Sister Vulva. I, know, I wish we had like a theme song. I'd be like, and for our next segment, and it's like, How Sister <laughs> Vulva or something. So she was into this guy. Okay. She um, lives. Does, has she given her enthusiastic consent for this segment? Oh, no. Probably not. No, okay. no, no, no. Um, <laughs> She was into this guy, and uh, I guess uh, they had fooled around a couple times, and then uh, 
Uh, the third or so time, uh, he told her that he couldn't go down on her. Oh. He said that he couldn't do that unless he was in love. <gasps> oh. And you know what I was like? Fuck that noise. Girl, bye. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Uh-huh. That's weird. Yeah, and then after a while, I'm sure she gave him shit about it. Yeah. I don't know that for sure, right. but I can see Because we haven't my... asked her permission to tell right. the story. I can just hear her, though, being like, okay, dude, like, what's that about? Like, come on, man. What the what the fuck? You know? Um, like, he'd, have, he'd put his penis inside of her. Right. But he wouldn't put his mouth onto her. Yes. So weird. Because he had to be in love. Heteros are so weird. Right. I, um, if, if I mean, is is that is That doesn't well, sound I just very hetero. Mean, I just mean, like... It seems weird to me that the act of intercourse would be less, like, intimate and vulnerable than the act of oral sex. Mm. Is that a hetero thing? Or is that just this guy's crazy? I don't know. Okay, okay. I can't answer that. Because I think in the gay world, like, oral sex is just sort of like, like, that's how we a greet each, That's how we greet each right. other. Yeah, in public. <laughs> Whereas actual, like, you know, penetrative anal sex is a little more, requires a little bit more preparation. Right. And like it does. And, and it might mean, that might mean a, a five-sentence conversation on a dating app, but right. on a hookup app. But um, right, right, but right, that right, seems right. to be the more intimate act. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, after a while, I guess uh, he was like, well, okay, come on, I'll, I'll do it. And she's like, nah. <laughs> Because nothing, nothing gets my 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 heart racing more than someone will be like, yeah. I mean, okay, I'll do okay, that. Okay, all right, I'll I do mean, that's it. Hot. If you really want it, that's hot. Yeah. Straight so up that's hot. so that's how she's well, doing. Good, I'm so glad. And you know what? Here's the thing: it's all in conjunction with the beginning of Scorpio season. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Scorpio season is a messy fucking season, right? Yeah. Because Scorpios are like they're like the wizards and the mystics of the zodiac. Like they are the dark powers and the Ooh. crazy. Yeah, crazy energy. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, holy shit. That's the most. I think it's the most mystical of the signs. We both have Scorpio children, right? Uh, yes. Wait, do I? Yeah. The one who just had a birthday. Yeah. Was no. His, or is he pre-Scorpio? I'll have to look. I don't think he's a Scorpio. Oh, okay. I'll is have it, to look. I think it starts at October eighteenth. Oh, then no. He's, so he's pre-Scorpio. He's still Libra. Okay. Um, oh yeah, he is a Libra. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, women's work. Women's work is another segment. Is another segment we have. Talked about maybe in season three renaming it uh, Divine Calling. Yeah. Is that what we said? Divine Purpose? It used or to be, like so it used to be called Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Just where we kind of talked about the business of the pod. Right. And then we changed housekeeping <laughs> to women's work. Uh huh. And then, yeah, I think some, I, eventually we'll change it to Divine Calling. I mean, it all means the same thing. It all means the same yeah. thing. Housekeeping, women's work, <laughs> Divine Calling, same thing. So, so, what do you have for women's work this week? Um, I mentioned last week that I went to Bend, Oregon to visit my brother. Yes. One thing that I forgot to mention is he showed me. So, I've seen a few episodes of South Park. Okay. I'm not one of those people who sits through and watches episode right. after episode. Right. I did that with Rick and Morty. I've right. seen bo- all three seasons twice. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, and this I, is your brother with the nice forearms, right? Right. I only have the one brother. He's very hot. That must be weird to you to just think of someone with one brother, because you have yeah, how I have many, many. seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he showed me the South Park episode where some kid is sent to a conversion therapy Bible camp. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, it. I I didn't know. I I should have been given a trigger warning. Really? Because. Oh, I want to go watch that. Throughout, while they're at the camp, 
random kids are killing themselves. <laughs> you guys, South Park. I'm not. I'm with you. I'm not a big South Park watcher, but every time I catch an episode, like that shit is brilliant. Like it's. It is some parody. It's it's some parody, and it's on it's, another level. On another level, because it's so fucking real. Uh huh. But balls to the wall. It's like balls to the wall comedy. So like, he gets to the camp, uh-huh. and the and the camp director, who's clearly gay, right, right, is telling him that everyone at the camp is paired with an accountability buddy, <laughs> <laughs> and that's who they room with. Real smart, right? Right. And to have them rooming with with uh, with. Someone of the same gender. Yeah, and, right. and orientation. Right. And they, they're like, okay, here's your room, and you're going to meet, you know, so-and-so, your accountability button. They open the door, and he's hanging from a rope. <laughs> Why am I laughing? I know! It's so terrible. I know! But so brilliant. Right? Oh, God. And there's, like, two other ones that just happen out of nowhere, and I'm just like, oh, my God! And my brother's dying. Oh, my God. Right? Um, He's not as close to it as I am. but Right. But still... Fuck. But like, I mean, that's real. Yeah. That's real. Oh my God. Um, we had a little <laughs> kerfuffle in the state of Utah recently where, and I don't want to get into this too much, but basically Utah is trying to pass a law right now that will outlaw, that will make conversion therapy illegal. Mm-hmm. Based on a lot of facts, number one being that the American Academy of Psychiatrics, the American Academy of Pediatrics, like basically every reputable medical institution in the in the United States has has uh, disavowed this yeah, practice and said debunked. that it's said that it's false science that there's no proof that it works that it's more harmful than helpful yes um, also the fact that kids that sixty percent of kids who go through conversion therapy attempt suicide sixty percent that's a six zero yeah um, so anyway so this law is trying to go through the legislature. And also being supported by our extremely conservative governor, who I hate more than anything, but he has been in favor of this law passing. Um, but guess who's against this law? The Mormon Church, <laughs> and not even not even just like a little bit against this law, but like went so far as to like issue a press release saying that they were against this law, mm-hmm. and basically said the reason they were against this law is because parents should have the freedom to make choices in their children's like mental health upbringing um and that and that the religious freedom mm-hmm. of practitioners of therapists needs to be protected i can't and fuck that noise i, I just i just can't even i can't even hold space to talk about it i know? just want to say this there is the this idea this is the mormon church like someone in some PR company that probably is named McConkie came up with the idea <laughs> that the mormon church needed to start blowing the trumpet about religious freedom uh-huh. and that they needed to be allowed to continue to be bigots in the name of religious freedom. Oh, the whole religious freedom thing is a goddamn joke. That's what I mean. That's what I was saying. Religious freedom is not like no one's religion is under threat. No one. Not at all. The idea that the idea that you're trying to push that Christianity is under attack in yeah. the United States. Yeah. Like we fucking have in God we trust like on our money. Right. No. Like Christians are not under attack. The idea that you are a Mormon living in Utah and you are some sort of persecuted <laughs> class is the most absurd idea on the planet. You guys- but there was some PR company called McConkie PR <laughs> that I'm sure came up with this idea and said, listen, if we make this about religious freedom, then it's not about us being 
bigoted assholes who hate everybody. It's about us protecting the things this country was founded on. No religion in America is – no Christian religion in America is persecuted. None. Right. Zero. 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 Yeah. Anyway. Um, no one's coming into the church. No one's coming into your homes and telling you to stop worshiping the one no, you're worshiping. Not at all. No. Um, anyway. It reminds me of – uh, what was the movie last year? Christian Bale played Dick Cheney. Remember that? Oh yeah, I couldn't watch it because I don't want to watch a movie for two hours about Dick Cheney. Right? That no, was, it was tough because no. he did so good. No. But there's this whole part of it where he it was his idea, and and got the whole goddamn country on board, and the movie explains how he did it. Um, <clears throat> to rename. Recharacterize global warming as climate change because oh, yeah. it sounds less threatening. Oh, really? And that rem- that just makes me think yeah, of the whole religious exactly. freedom yeah. bullshit. Anyway, we should take a quick break. I want to say I have one bit of women's oh, work. Okay, okay. And then we're going to take a break and then we'll introduce our topic. So, uh, as a final bit of win- women's work, so one of the things that you can do if you like this podcast is we have a Patreon, which is basically where you can donate a small amount of money. Um, to help support our production efforts on this podcast. And in return for that, you get special special bonus gifts. Like right now, Sister Twain has been listening to the last podcast on the left, did a whole series on Mormonism. If you've tried to listen to the last podcast on the left, you know it is the douchiest, broiest <laughs> Mormon zoo. Today they were in one of their ads, because I, I was listening to it before you got here, one of their ads, they were making jokes about the Holocaust. And I was like, like in an ad. Oh, oh, oh. And I was like, I fucking hate this podcast. <laughs> But the content is so fascinating. They yeah. did a whole series on Mormonism and they did such great research. Yeah. So anyway, so one of the things that you can get if you're a member of our Patreon is our Demitas episodes. And we've had, how many have we posted now? Four Demitas? Demitasi? Either four or five. Where well, you're basically recapping right. those episodes. We've done a few other Demitases, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I've done now four or five where I'm recapping just the good info. Yeah. And not the horrible jokes that aren't landing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so... If you are interested in becoming a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash hot drinks. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And the reason I'm saying this tonight is the way that Patreon works is the first of the month is when it sort of like puts everybody into their new tiers and bills everybody. And then based on what tier you're in, you receive certain gifts or certain uh-huh. bonuses throughout uh-huh. the month. So if you are interested in becoming a Patreon and you're listening to this and it's like, near the end of October, sign up now because that will get you all the November bonuses. Yep. Um, and yep, if yep. you are already a Patreon, first of all, thank you. But second of all, if you're like, hey, I want to try this higher tier and see if I like, you know, the you know the highest tier, we send you a gift in the mail. Yes. That's very fun and exciting. So if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, I want to try that higher tier for a month or two and see if I like getting a gift in the mail from Coffee and Twain, uh-huh. sign up now because yeah. then it'll, it'll trigger you for November to be in that tier. And, so this is your chance. And also... It's only three dollars a month to get the Demi Tess yeah, episodes. Yeah, exactly. So if you if you like, again, we are both single parents. We are both dirt poor, so we certainly understand like <laughs> not having extra income to throw around. But yeah, for three dollars a month, you can get these little extra bonus episodes, um, and just you know, kind of give us a little hey, high five. I like what you're doing. Yeah, keep doing it. Yeah, fuck the Mormons. Anyway, <laughs> so let's take a break, and then we're gonna have a new kind of episode called Sharing Time. Yeah, sure. We're recording, so everyone gets excited. We're back. We are. <laughs> you like leaned in, like you had something to say, and I was like, "Oh yeah, and then, yeah," and then you didn't. 
Okay, so we, you know, in season two, we're exploring new ideas. Mm-hmm. Season one started with the Drunken Rampage episodes. That's episodes one, two, three. Then we moved into the top five. Those were fun for a while. Then we, um, is that not plugged in? Then we started having guests yeah. to interview. Yeah. And that's, the, we had a good system. Yeah. We had interviews. We had top, five. top fives. Had that was breves. it. We had some breves. Yeah. So then season two, we introduced the Articles of Twaint. Yeah. Which we already did the sixth article, I believe. <laughs> we'll come back for the other 12. Wait, 11. Mm-hmm. Are there 13 Articles of Faith? Yeah. Okay. 12. Anyway, so, and, and then a new segment or a new uh, show type that we want to introduce is a new one called um, Sharing Time. Why do we call it Sharing Time? Well, in Mormonism, in primary, there's a thing called Sharing Time. I don't know why it's called that. I don't either. Because that makes no it sound sharing. like it's like a show and tell. It's not at all. It's just like where all the kids gather in one room and there's like a talk and you sing some songs. Yeah. And there's like maybe a little lesson. That's called sharing time. Yeah. I don't what know. What a dumb fucking name. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, sharing time is where uh, one of us will tell a story. About our lives. Yeah. And the other one will kind of like talk us through it. <laughs> I and was going to say, sit in the corner and look at TikTok videos. <laughs> no. Um, this one, I've been thinking about telling for a couple months now. And I think I've mentioned this before that I'm just like, I can't yeah. do it. But I think I'm ready to do it. You're ready. Okay. So Sister Twain's sharing time. First, we're going to start um, singing. We're going to start out by singing uh, Child's Prayer. Heaven, hey, we're not actually. How no. will I know if he... Re- oh, do you yeah. remember that? <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> About that, it's anyway. Woman, Jesus really loves me. That was great. I Child's know. prayer and how will I know? And how will I know? Uh, if one of you is musical, <laughs> looking your way, Maggie Gillen Hall, please write a mashup of Child's Prayer and Whitney Houston's How Will I Know. Please, like, can any? Can you imagine anything better than Add that? Add some record scratches. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. Wicka, wicka. So, All right. Sister Twain is going to go. share a story. What's the title of the story? If it had a title, what would it be? If it had a title, we would call it um, The Hero of Mesquite. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I, I, I got that from like a Book of Mormon hero kind of okay. idea. Okay. Right? Okay. I, I don't know. So we're just going to go with that. But okay. here's the thing. Um. Uh, okay, let's get into it. Oh, I might have to stand up, but... I'll just follow you around with the microphone. <laughs> okay. Here's a story I'm going to tell. Okay. Last summer, so summer of 2018, my mother was having a, a an entire lobe of her left lung removed. Right. And um, your left lung has, I guess, two lobes. Your right lung has three or vice versa, something like that. And people can live with being short a lobe or two just okay. and breathe just fine. Um, and the reason she was having it removed is because she had a couple of malignant, I think it was malignant, uh, cancer chunks. Yikes. Cancer <laughs> chunks. Cancer chunks. Um, not I'm f- sorry. Uh, I, I'm glad you brought your family here. Uh, as your doctor, I just wanted to let you know that we have detected some cancer chunks. Cancer chunks. <laughs> so, so um, it, it's really weird. Like, 
I don't know how someone gets lung cancer when they're not uh, a smoker. I don't understand lung cancer clearly. No. Um, but also, like, what a ripoff. Like, if you're <laughs> No, for real. Like, if you're going to have to suffer through the horror that is lung cancer, yeah, at yeah. least, like, earn it. Exactly. You know? Just to have it. Like, that's Just, a real kick in the balls. Yeah. That's a real kick in the cancer it's chunks, so, if you know what I mean. Um, And so... uh. That was happening last summer, uh, 2018 summer, and they live in Hurricane, so I drove down four hours and took a long weekend, took my son Timothy with me, um, and then also my brother, who lives in Oregon, was able to just take two weeks off and work from home or work from their place on his computer a little bit. Is this your brother with the nice forearms? Yes. Okay. Just wanted to (laughs) clarify. Ladies, you know what I mean, right? Like when a guy has nice forearms... We're all there, right, ladies? Yeah, it is nice. Hit me up on the gram and tell me you know what I mean. <laughs> so, um, because we didn't know what it was going to look like. Sure. We don't know what the, the, uh, the surgery, how, how risky it is, and all the convalescing and all that. Is this like a regular Jif chunky peanut butter? Is this like an extra chunk? <laughs> You know, level right. like what level are the cancer chunks? Right, and we didn't even know that until. Are we talking like a pico de gallo we, level of chunkiness? Like puke chunks? Yeah, we don't know. Right, nobody knows. And no, and and we also weren't gonna know until they actually cut into her. How will we know? Oh my god! Sorry, I have a cold. That really, my voice really broke on that. That was embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> you guys, I I was the lead in my high school musical. How will I know? Uh, see, I can't get it. And did like you my, sing that in your musical? I, we actually did the musical called Whitney! Exclamation <laughs> point, the Whitney Houston story. Oh, my God. <coughs> and I played a young black Whitney Houston. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. So. So how will you know about your mother's cancer chunks so we is what went, we're actually talking yes, about. Yes. We went down. That's the subtitle to The Hero of Mesquite. Um, so we went down and I get, we get there late at night cause I had to work that day and then go home and pack. And then we get, we you know, get there late at night, but you know, my parents are up pretty late and hadn't seen my brother in like a couple of years. And so, um, they're we're like nice forearms and, they, <laughs> and there's some hugs and excitement and I'm unloading the car and my mom's in full like organizing mode. Like if I should die. I've I've got a list right here of where I keep the remote. You walk into my room, take two steps, you take a left. Right. But if you take a left and you're already at the entertainment center, you've gone too far. But then if you see, and then there's a little table. Why right do you there. need the remotes when she dies? They're baby boomers. Okay. It's okay. Uh, let me just leave it at that. I okay. don't know what else to say. Okay. So anyway, it's not like here's a list of like what belongings go to who. Uh, no, the no. Passwords to my bank account, <laughs> so you can like nope. You know whatever. Oh like, no. Here, are, here's the remotes, the remotes and how to use them. Right. You got to turn on the 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 cable box first with this remote. <laughs> Fucking baby boomers. So, um, and. A lot of the organizing uh, that she does and labeling, and by labeling, I mean she puts masking tape on things that says TV remote, Xfinity remote. Um, yeah. Um, God bless them, those baby boomers. <laughs> they ruin the economy and they, they, they pick up that remote that says Xfinity printed right on the bottom. <laughs> Like embossed in the plastic, and they're like, I'm gonna get some masking tape and write Xfinity on this. I know one. it's already on there, but then there'll just be no question. And meanwhile, they elected warmongers and ruined our economy. They, anyway, they in fact did. So, um, 
the reason she's like hyper organizational and she always has been, but we're going to say hyper hyper this time is because of my dad's stage four Alzheimer's. Right. 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 Okay. Which you've mentioned before. I have mentioned before. Um, yeah. Um, and it's fine. Um, <laughs> so she literally, we pull in 10 30, 11. We all have to be at the hospital at five 30 in the morning for, for her, her, the chunk test. For, yeah, no, the cutting out. Oh, the cut, the chunk cutting. Yeah, removal of an entire lobe. Oh, right. Okay, so they're okay, just going to okay. take out. They're not messing around. They're going to no. take out the whole lobe. They're not straining the chunks. Yeah, they're just taking out the. Lobe. Right, and so after all the hugs and hellos that night, mom continues to mill around, and uh, my son and my brother are catching up, and my dad comes up to me, and he said, "Hey, Ash." That's a nickname, another nickname for me besides Sister Twain. Oh, okay. Hey, Ash, (laughs) can I talk to you for a minute in my office? And A, I knew this was coming, and B, I knew exactly what he wanted to talk about. Um, So, side note, most of my dad's life since he has been 17, and he is now 70, he has smoked marijuana. Right. Among other things. And I would say over half of that time, he's been able to keep it a secret from my mother. Right. Also, to my mother, pot and crystal meth are the same. Exactly the same. Right, right. Exactly the same. So keep all those things in mind. That's like at my house growing up, saying the word piss was the same as saying the word fuck. Yes. Like if you said piss, Jesus Christ. You might as well. Oh my, uh you were in so much trouble. Yeah, you might as well join the Navy. You (laughs) you (laughs) might as well join the Navy. Yeah, you did not say piss in my household. So, um, and anytime my dad was, would get quote unquote clean from pot, right? which happens in like a half hour after smoking it, right? Yeah. Um, my mother would be sure to tell me your dad is finally the man I always wished I'd married. Oh God. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't know how many times I've heard that. I know. Oh, you're sick. I love your reaction. You haven't said, I've never heard that before. Oh, yeah. Your dad is finally the man I wished wished I'd I'd married. married Well, fuck me. Yeah. That's a real, like that is a loaded statement. Pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, And so we go into his office and the only light that is lit is one of those like green desk lamps. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he closes the door, and I'm like, fuck, mom's going to know we're in here talking with the door closed, and she's going to ask me what we talked about. And he sits at the desk, and I sit at a chair that's next to the desk, and we've just got that one light, and it's like an interrogation room. Right. Let's take a quick break (gasps) before we get into the amazing thing that he says. Fucking cliffhangers. We've never done cliffhangers before. (laughs) Yeah, we have. If you want to hear – oh, we have. If you want to hear what he said, you got to stay tuned (laughs) and listen to this ad. What was your dad asking about? <laughs> okay. I've been waiting for that whole ad <laughs> to hear. So, even though I know. All right. So we're sitting across the desk from each other. Well, I mean, I'm sitting next to the desk. He's sitting at the desk, but looking at me sideways. If it doesn't matter, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I was like, I was like in the room. I'm and like, then, okay, so and here's then, the room. And yeah, and the seat, over here, and, and there's the a chair, and, and then there's f- the green lamp, <laughs> and then he's like got a side eye. Okay, we're there. We're all there. Okay. And he does this thing where he, he puts his elbow on the desk and puts his hand on his, his face and kind of leans his face on his hand. And he says, I've got $175 on a ledge. 
On a ledge? On a ledge. Okay. And then he makes a hand motion as if he can touch, the, see the ledge. And yet I know it's not a real ledge. It's like a metaphorical ledge. <laughs> I know what that means. And, and I'm just nodding and, and going with it, right? right? Right, right. Even before my dad had Alzheimer's, I would just kind of nod and go right, with things. Right, right, And then I'll continue. And my neighbor, Shane, his neighbor's name is Sean. I don't even live there, and I know that it's not Shane. It's Sean. And my neighbor, Shane... Told me of a place south of the border. Not the American border, <laughs> the Utah border. Who, who knows at this point? Who knows? Who knows? Where I can get many different types of things of grass. Grass. It's, it's the way they would say oh. it back then, right? And God bless Shane, the neighbor, who was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you can totally buy weed right, in, right. in Nevada. And, uh, and he says, now, I've already asked Tommy, that's my brother, and he flat out turned me down. He said, I am here for mom. I'm not going to be a part of this. He flexed his forearms <laughs> and he was like, no. <laughs> Side note, both of my brother and sister have gotten my dad weed. And my mom has found out, and she wouldn't speak to them for several weeks to maybe even several months after. Okay, okay. Um, and when that happened with my brother, my brother did not do well with that. Right. With my mother being that way towards him. Um, so whatever. Um, okay, so back to dad and the, and the dim interrogation <laughs> with lighting. The green the green desk lamp. Yes. We all know exactly what desk Tommy lamp Tommy flat out, turn me down. He said, I'm here for mom. And so, I'm asking you, and he's looking me in the eye, and he's just looking me straight in the eye, and, it's, and he would do this my whole life when he was serious, just look at me in the eye like I, I didn't even know what to do with it. I'm asking you, as soon as they wheel mom back into the operating room tomorrow morning, Can you and I get in the car and burn up the freeway? <laughs> burn up the freeway? Like and, you're Thelma and fucking Louise. And I, said, and I said, so you want me to take you to get some pot? And he goes, yes. Oh. Like, like, okay, you caught me. That's what I was trying you to say. You yeah. cracked the code. And he said, yes. And I was like, yeah, fine, no problem. And he's like, really? And he grabs my arms. Oh. Really? Yeah, Dad, it's fine. How far are they from the Nevada? How far is Hurricane from the Nevada border? We could be to the dispensary in about 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah, not a so big deal. So it's not even like... Right. It's, yeah, it's like a trip downtown. Now, keep in mind, like, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm not in a freak out about my mom having cancer chunks. Right. But I'm in a mild, like, what's going to happen? Yeah. This is my mom, and this that's is a cancer. Big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and... I also am adjusting at this point to to knowing for fact that my dad has Alzheimer's. Right. Knowing that this means he has an expiration date. We don't know the date, but like, and we all have that date. Sure. But But like, like he's going to die. There's no cure for this. Um, No telling how long he'll last. Uh, But, and so 
it doesn't even, the dispensary doesn't even cross my mind. I am just thinking, I need you to get to the point because we got to get out of here. The longer we're in here, the more suspicious mom will get. Right, 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 right. And so I'm like, yeah, dad, no problem. And just like saying it like I'm annoyed, like, yeah, stop freaking out. I'll do it. Fuck, yeah. Jesus. And then, and then we go out of the Fuck room. Fuck Jesus. Fuck Jesus. That would be hot. I'd totally fuck Well, you. I want him to fuck me. Fair. Anyway, me too. Me too. So, <laughs> I want him to spit in my mouth. Lord and Savior. So, so, um. Here, I just want to say really quickly. Okay. Is this about Jesus? No, no, oh, no, okay. no. Although. <laughs> we could. Just an Arabic man, like very hairy. <laughs> anyway. Um, it makes me really sad. It makes me really sad to imagine being in a relationship where there is something that is obviously really important to you mm-hmm. that you are hiding from your spouse yeah. for 30, 40 years. Uh-huh. Like that's insane to me. Yeah. And it's insane to me that your dad would be okay with that. And it's insane to me that your mom would be okay with that. Yeah. And it's insane to me that when your mom, like you said, you know, we're not freaking out, but we're like, this is serious. Like, mm-hmm. she's going in to have part of her lung removed. Yeah. <clears throat> that part of your dad's thought processes, oh, while she's in surgery, will be a great time for me to go get weed. Right. Because she won't find out about it. Exactly. Like, how, I mean, God. Yeah. How depressing. There's a lot there. What a, what a really awful way to live your life. Horrible. <clears throat> anyway. So, um... Uh, I just want to say it as a side note, uh-huh. because I'm a healthy human adult, I have a little bit of a sore throat, so I keep kind of losing my voice. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting little parts. Like, I can't talk. I'm just Let me just take a sip of my whiskey. Of my whiskey. Like, it's not like I'm like, <laughs> oh, I should drink some water. I'm like, oh, just I just need to, just need to wet the whistle <laughs> with some whiskey. What's funny is you could easily make a hot toddy, which I would should. be better for okay, you. Okay, I'm going to do that at It's the a hot break. drink. I love a hot toddy. So... We're all up at 4.30 a.m. the next morning to get to the hospital, which is about a 20-minute drive. It's, you know, it's right in St. George. We're in Hurricane. We get to the hospital, and um, we all kind of – we all get to go into pre-op with mom um, until, like, the, there's, like, one nurse coming in and starting to hook her up to things. Then there's a second. And by the time the third nurse was in there, they were like, okay um, – only the husband can stay. And then we went out in the waiting room and we're like, bye, mom. Good luck with the cancer and everything. We were making jokes, you know, because that's right. how that's we are. We do. Yeah. In fact, she was like, <clears throat> like coughing a lot that morning. And I was like, you should have your lungs checked out <laughs> while you're here. Anyway, so. Um, uh, Brilliant. Well so, played. Well played. So dad comes out and I'm like expecting him to be like a little boy. Like, are you ready? Can we go? Can we go? But my brother, who. I don't think he understands what's going on, and I do, it doesn't matter, right? Because he's an adult, and I'm an adult, and whatever. Right. My brother was like, Where, where's the nearest place to get some breakfast around here? And, and we weren't interested in having breakfast at the, at the hospital cafeteria. And so we went to the Black Bear Diner. It was maybe a three-minute drive away. Right. And we have some breakfast, and as breakfast is winding down, my dad leans over to me, and he's like, are we going to do that thing? And I said, yes, we are going to do that thing, Dad. And then uh, Dad... Did you know, like, when your mom went in, did they say, okay, it's going to be at least four hours before you know anything? Or had they given you any it sort of time frame? It was so, like, it could be an hour, it could be four hours. Okay. Something like so that. So you didn't really know. Okay. Right. And so uh, Dad pays for breakfast, and, and this is important for later. And he's like, uh, and I, uh, I, I got to have a copy of the receipt, he says to the server. 
My wife always asks me for the receipts anytime I spend any anything. Jesus. Um, and so <laughs> uh, we're walking out to the parking lot, and I had taken my car, and uh, Tommy had taken his, or my car, and Tommy had taken my parents' car, and um, and I said, uh, hey, so uh, I'm going to run an errand with Dad, and we'll see you guys back at the hospital in a little while, and Tommy was like, cool, whatever, sounds good. So this is where I realize I don't really know where we're going. Because remember, even though I know there are dispensaries in Nevada, like I still have not put it together because there's just so much going on in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, because I'm in my head, I'm in Utah, the end. Yeah. Um, And I was like, okay, dad. And he's like, all right. And he's excited and he's getting buckled. And he can't drive anymore. Yeah. Um, And uh, I, I said, so where are we going? And he goes, okay, well, my neighbor Shane said... That you go to the place, and, and here's where you can really see the Alzheimer's. You go to that place where you, oh, uh, it, 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 it's a kind of place that they only have, uh, uh, it, it's just, it's just the place just past Utah. And I said, I'm sorry, Dad, Arizona, because that's the place just past St. George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, no, 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 the one right after that. And I was like, okay, Nevada. And he's like, yes. And he goes, it's the places they have there. And he goes, where people, and I said, where people gamble. And he goes, yes. And I said, they're selling weed in the casinos. And he goes, yes, Shane says they take you to a back room. (laughs) And I'm just like, none of this is real. Right, 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 right. And so. Perhaps your dad with Alzheimer's doesn't have the most. (laughs) crystal clear information about how to obtain weed in the state of Nevada. When it turned into a 1970s mafia movie, (laughs) I was like... With like Sharon Stone in the background, (laughs) like smoking a cigarette. You here for some weed, baby? Yeah, with like a a blown blown back, like flock of seagulls hairdo. (laughs) Fake eyelashes. Um, That's when I went, oh, God, dear God, the dispensary, of course. So... I go, uh, Dad, is this what you're talking about? And I Googled, like, dispensary mesquite, and it's called, like, Desert Bloom or something right, like that. Right. And he goes, oh, let's go there. <laughs> bless his little, so let's, bless his little drug, uh, drug-addled uh, heart. Let's take a quick break. We're back. Oh, hey. Oh, God. We've, uh, you know, I don't run my heat in the winter, but because Sister Twain was coming over, I turned it up to 64 (laughs) and then probably turned it off. It's at 63 now. Yeah. So Sister Twain has a coat on. And a blanket. And a blanket. My cat is on my lap and I've made a hot drink of a hot toddy. Yeah. A hot drink of a hot toddy. So, is it is tonight when the low is going to be six degrees, or is that tomorrow? That's tonight, baby. Tonight. Yeah, baby girl. Tonight. Tonight. Like you guys, I we're to, all fucked. I had to get my. We're garage, all fucked. I had to get my garage ready to uh, park in there. I mean, it, they say that it's not supposed to snow when it gets that cold, but it's in the forecast. Okay. Anyway. Oh. Okay. Back six to degrees. the thing. Why is my cat just literally like standing with her butt pointed to my face? She's trying to warm with you like up. her tail in my mouth. Yeah. Just sit. Um, so. 
So you're heading to blooming as the desert rose. We're headed south to Mesquite. And halfway there, I realized something. When we cross over into Nevada, we lose an hour. Oh. And the dispensary doesn't open till 10. Oh, fuck. Because at this point, it's what, like 9 in the morning? Oh, oh, in, in St. George, maybe. Okay. So it's very, very early. <laughs> yes. Because you dropped your mother off at like 5. 5.30. And then, then we hung breakfast. around for a couple yeah. hours. And then we had breakfast. Right. right. And so I think by the time we got into Mesquite, Mesquite time, it was 8.30 a.m. Jesus. And I'm like, Dad, we can't. And that's early for some weed. I, like, I know we just drove all the way down here, but it really wasn't that far. And we can't hang out for an hour and a half. Right. Before even completing the purchase. Uh, right. And then making the 40-minute drive back. And he's back. like, Ash, we came all the way down here. Right. We, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And I'm like, oh, God. And so we pull. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> wow, that was, I was rude. Just, I was pulling the cat over towards me. So um, we pull up to the dispensary. And there is a like a parking kiosk. Okay. It's, this thing is like gated. Okay. It's a building unto itself, all by itself. Tight like unto a dish. And like... I've been to places in Seattle where it's just like a convenience store and things are hanging off the hook and you just take it off the hook and you go pay for it. Right. Um, here, it's not like that. Right. It's, lock, it's locked down. Right. And so the, the parking guy in the little parking booth was like, you cannot come into the parking lot until, out, until the opening hours, which is 10 o'clock. And he goes, you can line up outside. And my dad goes, line up outside? What do you mean? And he goes, just pull your car over there. And he points, like, uh, just a few yards away from him. And like outside the gate. Yes. Okay. And he said, and you'll be the first in line. And my dad goes, first in line? And he goes, you'll see. Within 20 minutes, there are about 10 cars behind us. <gasps> really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. And so within that 20 minutes, I have texted my brother. And I have said, I've said to brother, can you ask the nurse in the waiting room? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, like an ETA yeah, on the cancer trunk That's removal. exactly yeah. what I fucking asked. And he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. He texts back and says, she just got out of surgery. <gasps> Fuck. <laughs> so. And you're in another state. Yes. And I said, okay, uh, we'll be heading back pretty soon. And he's like, okay, cool. Uh, he doesn't know where you are, and right? And I said, I think he knew. Okay. Like, yeah. Oh, because your dad had asked him previously. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, can you just ask, can you possibly find out if she's going to be out of it for a while? Oh Is she going to be wake, like completely alert right out of surgery? And he's like, I'll see what I can find out. So... During this 20 minutes, my dad is, like, jumping out of his skin. And so he has to get out of the car and go talk to the parking attendant. Oh, Jesus. And they're just talking, and he's just like, it's my first time to a dispensary, and just telling his whole, like, pot story. Bless his heart. And um, I roll down my window, and I go, 
hey, dad, come here. And he's like, yeah, girl. He's like in the best mood, right? Yeah, girl. And he's walking over like, you know, like he's got a little jive in his step. And he leans against the car window. And he's like, what's up? <laughs> um, dad, I just talked to Tommy. Yeah? Mom just got out of surgery. And he flops his head down like on top of his arms. Oh. And, and stays there for so long that I eventually just had to, like, tap on his head and be like, hey, Dad, we need, I need you to get in the car. We need to go back. It's the right thing to do. Like, I, I can't believe I even yeah. had to say that. Yeah. And he was like, fine. And he gets in the car and he's like, let's go. And, we're, and I'm doing a U-turn, and we pass the guy that was in line right behind us, or the car that was in line right behind us. And he goes, I can't believe that guy's taking our spot in line. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just want to pause. Okay. <laughs> Gentle listeners, if you are in a marriage like this. <laughs> no, for real, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you are in a marriage where, like, you have something that is so secret and so, like, harmful to your marriage that you, I, I just, I, like, it, <laughs> it breaks my heart for your dad that uh-huh. he was, like, so excited that while your mom was in surgery, like, he had yeah. a chance. Yeah, yeah. And it breaks my heart for your mom that, like, she's so uptight about this and so strung up about this that, yeah. like, this is the only th- way that he thinks this can be a reality. So, gentle listeners. Yeah. If this is your marriage in any way, shape, or form... Figure some shit out. Please. Figure some shit out. God. Okay. So we're driving. We're, we're, we're navigating back to the freeway. <coughs> and there's nothing in Mesquite that's too far away from the freeway, you know. Um, and he's just like, God, we were so close. Oh. And it was like it was our only chance, right? Right, right, right. And I said, hey, Dad. So Mom's going to be in the hospital for a couple of days at least. Right. And it's only a 40-minute drive. And guess what? They don't close till 8 p.m. tonight. Right. So I bet we can get back to the hospital, see mom. We'll go back home. I'll take a nap. We'll have some lunch. And then you and I can just head back down. Yeah. And he went, oh, okay. And it was like he forgot I said that almost immediately because he was like, man. We were so close almost right after that. And so my brother's texting me and he's like, so mom's not in the recovery room yet, but we're here waiting for her because she's on her way. And how far are you guys? Because this is going to be really awkward. Right. And I was like, I'm driving like a bat out of hell. Trust me. Right. Um, Longest 40 minute drive of my life. And so as we're driving back, my dad says the following. Now, keep in mind, too, that he's 69 and has been been smoking pot off and on since he was 17. Right. Has been Mormon since he was about 24. Right. That was your first mistake. And asks me the following question as if it's the first time that it's occurred to him, which it's not. Which was, Ash, 
Do you think I could be excommunicated for this? Oh, God. And then I was just pissed. I was just pissed that this is the reality my dad lives in, especially as a dying man. Right, 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 right. I was like, no, you know why? Because there's an MTC president who raped someone in the basement of the MTC. And not only did he not even get a slap on the wrist, but he went on to like publish books for Deseret Book and make lots of money. And he goes, well, that's a pretty tall accusation. And I'm like, no, it's fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is fact, dad. And he was like, all right, calm down. I didn't mean to get y'all worked up, you know. So we still still defending the Mormon oh, church. Oh, yeah. Even when he's contemplating his own excommunication. Exactly. For something that is obviously so important to him. Yeah. That he would go while his wife yeah. is in surgery because to part of her lung removed. The only th- because oh, that's the only time it's he can. Literally the only time. So we get back, and I'm not even going to get into the story of the hospital. The story of the hospital, which has nothing to do with the pot journey, um, is a story in and of itself. Did you make it back before she made it to the recovery room? We sure did. God bless America. We sure did. Um, And she was not, she was coming out of anesthesia and in so much pain and so nauseous. She was just like throwing up into a bedpan. And I was like, I had to be the one to go, hey guys, mom does not need company right now. Let's all go home and take a nap and we will come back after she is rested. And she's so out of it and in so much pain and discomfort that she doesn't even know. She doesn't even care. Right. And, uh, so we go home, we do the nap, we do lunch, um, and uh, mom had bought all these groceries for right. us to make food. Right. And so I... I uh, one quick question. Were yeah. you guys able to figure out which remote turned the cable box on? <laughs> was that clear? It was the easiest thing. <laughs> okay, thank God. Thank <laughs> Jesus. Thank our Jesus, Lord and Savior. Thank him. Thank him. Spit in my mouth with your hot Arabic spit. <laughs> So grateful. So as I'm cooking, my dad is following me around the kitchen. Oh, God. Right? Like yeah. a child waiting right. for a treat. Right, right. And finally I was like... As a parent, <laughs> like this is exactly when you're like, if you clean your room, we can go get ice yeah, cream. Yeah, yeah, And then all day long they're like, are we going to get ice cream? Can we go get ice cream? And you're like, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I just, I just went to my dad and I said, Dad, I know you're really eager to go back down to Mesquite. And I promise we're going to go as soon as I'm done cooking and we've, all, and we've all eaten. And he goes, oh, oh, I know. Oh, I know. You do what you got to do. And, 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 you know, he's trying to like, uh, I'm f- like, say I'm fine. But he was following my oh. every move around the kitchen. So after lunch, I say, hey, Dad, let's head down. And then we'll take a break, and um, um, I'll tell you about going to a dispensary with my dad. Let us go down, and we will return and report. (laughs) You guys, if you're a Mormon, and you have a cold, and you don't get to drink a hot toddy, so sad. Yeah. So sad. How do you survive? I mean, I wish I could feed my children hot toddies. <laughs> I would try, but they would say no. They'd be like, ew. But it's like, it's a little whiskey. Yeah. It's a little honey. 
Yeah. Lemon. Yeah. And then I have a little chili oil in there. It's all things <gasps> oh. that will, it's all things that are good for you. It really is. You need the lemon. You need the honey. Honey is a natural antibacterial. Uh-huh. Lemon is a, has a lot of vitamin C. The whiskey is, a, is, an, is an anti-something. I don't know. <laughs> but it's fucking delicious. So. And I feel better anyway. Let we, us go down. We, we are headed back down. We will down. go down. Yes. We're headed back down to Mesquite. And um, I take a minute. Okay. The, the day was exhausting and stressful as fuck. Yeah. And we take a minute. I, I take a minute and I'm like, I get to experience going to a dispensary with my father. <laughs> Right. His first time, right? When he was smoking pot in a day where you could get forty years for possession, yeah. And had you been to a dispensary before? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, not one in Nevada, though. Okay. It's I've a, only been one. It's a so. different species, and um, and I and and for him to go into a place where it's fine, right. And no one's judging him or looking down at him. It's like if you went into the murder store and you could just murder <laughs> murder someone. And you're just welcome. And it was like, yes, you. Who would you like to murder today? <laughs> and what will you be using? What implement? What, wonderful, what wonderful. That's great. We're so enjoy your for murder. You. Yeah. So we get there, and then I realize, uh, uh, uh oh no, this was something that I realized on the way. The first time is that we didn't have my dad's ID. Oh, so I made sure I got it because he doesn't keep those things on him right, anymore. Of course, because he'll course, lose them. Because he's not driving. And, right. Yeah. Oh God. And so I made sure I had it this time, and I had mine. We walk in, and there's not a wait. And we're we're there probably it's like six p.m. at night, and there's not a wait. Like when we there would have been a wait if we had stayed that morning because there were twenty cars lined up behind us. That's so insane. And so we walk in, and there is the largest policeman I've ever seen at Uh the door. Like large in physical stature. Yes. I don't know what else. It would be. Large, <laughs> large in emotional. His penis was just, just flapping large around. Large in dick size. Yeah, down, just like down to his knees. Large in emotional maturity. <laughs> just a policeman that in, really understood vulnerability. He really understood in policemanness. <laughs> in policemanness. Large in policemanness. And he see, has to see our ID first. Mm-hmm. And he says to my dad says to the policeman, he says, "My first time in a dispensary." And the policeman's like, hey, cool, cool, man, congratulations. The guy, the policeman hands both of our IDs to a, like, a receptionist. Right. She takes them, writes down our names on a list, hands them back, and my dad goes, this is my first time in a dispensary. God. And she's like, Bless oh. his little tiny heart. She goes, oh, well, that's really exciting for you. And she's like, we're so glad you're here. And um, she goes, you're just going to sit right here and wait for someone to call you. And because it was a waiting room. We yeah, weren't in I, the yeah, room I've with been, the product. Yeah, I've been to one of those. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, okay. And my dad's like trying to walk into the room with the product. And I said, hey, dad, dad, we've got to sit and wait. And he goes, I don't want to wait. Oh, God. And I said, but, Dad, it's how this works. Mm-hmm. They're going to call our names. And he's like, how do they know our names? Like, he missed the whole yeah, thing yeah, yeah. that just happened. 
And so we wait. And I think we had been sitting for five seconds and then we got called back. Yeah. And this girl, and by the way, the, the receptionist and the girl that calls us to the room with the product, they're wearing polos right. with the right. name of the dispensary right. on it. Desert Bloom. Or whatever it was. And uh, she goes, she calls our names and she goes, okay, so just stand right here and wait with me. And the next bud tender. Oh, God. Um, the next available bed tender will uh, will wave at me, and then you can come in. And my dad goes, okay. So this is my first time in a dispensary. And she's like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? She was like a little younger. Oh, God. She was like, Bless oh, my gosh. Heart. And he was like, yeah. And so, again, just seconds later, she's like, okay, so um, – Miguel can see you now. And he's like waving with a big smile on his face, also wearing the polo. Right. And he waves us over. So illicit. He, so shady. Yeah, yeah. It's like the corporate polo. <laughs> he waves us over to this like glass table. It's like a glass case table. A uh-huh. table glass case. A glass. So a table, but also a case. It's a case. What's a it made cl- of? Gla- class. <laughs> And it's got a display of all the different types of things of grass. Types of things of grass. <laughs> so as you can see before us, we've laid out all the types of things of grass <laughs> that you might be interested in. And uh, he goes, well, welcome to Desert Bloom. And my dad goes, thanks. This, this is, the, is my, my first, first time, time to a dispensary. dispensary. And he was like, no way, man. This is great. We are so glad you are here. God bless Miguel for his customer <laughs> service. I know. Like, I'm giving him a five on his... And and my dad's just smiling from ear to fucking ear. And he goes, so what can I help you guys with today? And my dad goes, my dad immediately gets frustrated. He goes, I just want some pot. (laughs) Your dad doesn't know that there's like the indica and there's the... What's the other one called? I don't even know. Stevia? That's a fake sugar. Um, (laughs) Stucco? Stucco. Um... The indica and the stucco, <laughs> and that there's like edibles, and that there's smokables, and there's, and there's vaping. vape, and yeah. yeah. And Your dad's like, no, like I'm in a back alley <laughs> where I might be arrested and given forty years to life, and I just want some grass. And um, and I and and he goes and he goes, well, yeah, but like, how do you like to, you know, how do you how do you like your marijuana? And my dad goes, I, I don't know what you mean. And I said, he likes to smoke it. He just likes to roll them himself. He just likes to roll it himself and smoke it. Like, it's a joint. Right, like old school. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, cool, okay. Um, Your dad doesn't have, like, a vape that plugs into, like, a USB <laughs> port to charge or anything like that. It would have to be thoroughly labeled. <laughs> and the so- masking tape on it that's, like, <laughs> vape pen. And then there's a charger that has masking tape that's, like, vape pen charger. charger. And then there's Honey, a, where's my vape pen charger? And then there's a post-it note that says, this is where you plug in your vape pen yes, charger. Yes, exactly. Anyways. Fucking boomers. And so he, I'm like, he just, he, he rolls them, he smokes it, that's it. And he goes, okay, cool. Um, so do you want to be like bouncing off the walls or just kind of like strung out on the couch? And this is where Sister Volva should have been there because yeah. she would have stepped in and said, Strung out on the couch, please. Right. But my dad said, I want to be bouncing off the walls, oh, man. God. No, he doesn't. Yeah. 
Uh, and I was just Who like... Who wants that ever? I, I don't know. Dude. I don't ever want dude, that. Dude, I would. Sure. But God, I wasn't anyway. Um, so uh, he goes, okay, so I have a blend that um, I think you might like. It's called Old School. Classic. <laughs> right. And, right. Uh, and I said... Could we smell it? And he goes, you bet. And he opens it up and he's like, so there are notes of lemon. Oh, and he's Jesus. like explain. And I'm like, I'm like almost to the point where like, this can't be real. Right. Yeah. This can't be real. And, uh, the whole experience, right. Yeah. 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 Um, notes of lemon. And then he said a couple other things and, um, he lets me smell it first. And then he holds the bag under my dad's nose and he takes a good whiff. And my dad's eyes and mouth are wide open. And he grabs my arm and goes, Ashley. Like, it was the most beautiful thing. It breaks my heart I know. so much. And he goes, well, that's what we'll take. How much is that? And it was like 60 bucks. And he goes, but wait, but wait a minute, sir. You don't happen to be a veteran, do you? And my dad stands erect and goes, I sure am. Erect? Erect. Sheboying. Yeah. Sheboying. My dad stands at detention. It's like... Yes, I am. He goes, well, then you get a 15% discount. God and damn it. Is, God bless the USA. And this is where I'm like, okay, I can't. I can't. And I'll this proudly one. stand up <laughs> next to you and, and defend her still today. today. <laughs> you guys, we are giving discounts to veterans for their weed. For their old school weed. It's about fucking time. Fucking time. Yes, and stop using plastic straws. Thank you, Obama. So um, he's like... So then with the, and, and of course they have their calculator and, and it's just like, so with the discount, blah, 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 and my dad goes, okay, I'll take two of them. And, uh, and I was like, great. So I'm going to go pay. And he gets like, great. You just go pay over there. But dad keeps talking to the bud tender. Oh, of course he does. Because Bless there's his, no one else waiting the, to come in. Happiest day of his life. Right. And I was like, I need some zigzags. Those are the, you know, the papers to roll them in. Oh, I did and, not know. And he goes, when you go pay, and they pull the product for you, you can just tell her you need some zigzags. And so I take care of the purchase. She puts it in this like white, like NASA grade envelope. Oh. And I was like, so we're driving back to Utah. And she goes, just keep it in the trunk. I mean, no one's going to smell anything through this. <laughs> that, right. Like, God, that's what I'll I mean. Proudly stay, stay. stand <laughs> up next to you and defend her still today. <laughs> and, uh, and then everything's paid for, and I have to, like, peel Dad away from right, the bud tender. Right, his new best friend. Right. And we head back, and he's so excited. He, I, I, think, I think maybe he even started rolling one before we got home. How much, how much weed did that, like, how, when he said, I'll take two, Okay, what is that? So, I mean, like, like, I even know what any of these terms I'm are. really bad at this. I am, too. Both of my daughters and Sister Volva are really good at this. Right. Um, but they... I think it was like an uh, an eighth. <laughs> don't know what any of these words mean. I know. I have no idea. Okay. But I found out later that you can buy this on the street, the same amount, buy it on the street in Utah for a third of the price. And I'll proudly stand <laughs> up next to you and defend her, her still, still today. today. Let's, Let's take a break. Let's take a break.
and defend her still today. <laughs> all right. So all I'm going to say is dad was very happy. Um, we, we smoked some weed together that night. We talked- you did. Oh, yeah. That's so cute. I know. Um, it really did make him kind of like bouncing off the walls. I mean, not anything outrageous at all. Right. Um, just very bubbly. Um, really enjoyed it. And then, you know, there's this whole discussion of like, like, how are you going to hide it from mom? And right. there's all this stuff I didn't think about. Like, he's going to have to hide it from mom, but he's going to forget where he hid it. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I woke up five o'clock the next morning to sounds of him rummaging around. And then he comes up to me, Ashley, Ashley, I need your help. I can't find my weed. <laughs> um, so then we're going to keep, we're going to just keep going through, uh, and mom comes home from the hospital. I'm in the office answering work emails. By the way, she's pretty mobile. Right. They go in through the back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like up the butt? My God. <laughs> you were really hopeful. You were like, like up the butt, right? Almost with a smile on your face. Um, Just pull that chunk of your lung <laughs> right, out, right out your anus. Um, and so, um, you guys, we're not making fun of cancer or, or my mom's butthole. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> so she comes in to the office and she goes, Ashley, can I talk to you for a minute? And I'm like, here we go. This is it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we knew this was happening. We all knew. But you know what? Fuck Your it. brother's forearms knew. <laughs> Sister Volva knew. And I was just like, fuck it, you know? So uh, she closes the door and she sits down and she goes, so uh, I was just doing some laundry. I mean, fuck. She just came home from the right. fucking hospital doing laundry. And Please get those garments folded. There was a lighter in your dad's shorts pocket and there's matches out on the back porch. Is he smoking weed? And I said, yes, he is. But I need you to listen to me. And she goes, oh, do you? You need me to listen to you? She, her eyes immediately got like bloodshot because she was so angry. And I was like, he asked me to get him some. And I couldn't say no. And she goes, yes, you could have. And I said, actually, no. Uh, and I mean, that's that, Mom. She goes, did you go get this while I was in surgery? And I said, yes. She goes, so while I was having half of my lung removed, everyone was stealing money from me and making pot deals. And I was like, stealing money? And she goes, Dad took that money from under my bed. And I was like, would Dad earned the money, right. all of the money? Right. So no one was stealing money from you, and we weren't making pot deals. We went into a store and made a purchase. And she goes, I don't care what you want to call it, but you don't know what it's like to live with him when he is smoking pot. And I don't know what the fuck she means right okay i i have memories uh in the 80s of when my dad was on coke and heroin and sure. that was a nightmare sure 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 um so she may have some trauma that she's sure dealing with in her own yeah 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 right right and um 
And I said, Mom, you need to understand that just 40 minutes away in the state of Nevada, there are probably bishops who smoke weed to help them sleep at night. And she did not like that at all. No, no, no. She did not like that I said that at all. And she... And then I tried to explain to her, like, Mom... Well, she said, how would you feel if one of your daughters was a recovering meth addict and I gave one of them meth? (laughs) I said, Mom, it's just not the same thing. She goes, yes, it is. It is exactly the same. And I said, here's the thing, Mom. You are okay with me bringing wine into your house when I come and visit. And when we go out and you pay for dinner, you're okay with me ordering alcohol. Alcohol could kill me. Right. There are studies upon studies upon studies that say marijuana not only doesn't kill you, but can cure cancer. Right. This, that, this, that, and the other, you know? Right. And, and. Not cure cancer, but can alleviate the symptoms of what, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so she then starts to bear her testimony that Joseph Smith is a prophet. (laughs) Oh, God. And she starts to cry. Right. And we are wont to do. Somehow she segues into the fact that she knows I felt the spirit when I was baptized for my grandmother in 1997. Yes, yes, preach. We all did. I felt it. uh, (laughs) I remember that day. And um, oh God, she said, when people feel like they need to smoke pot for like depression or anxiety or PTSD or whatever it is, it's like that's what the gospel is for. Ah! And I was like, Mom, then why have why did I start taking Zoloft? to keep from killing myself back in 1998 right? when I was still very, very, very Mormon and doing all the right things. Right after getting baptized for your grandma, uh, if, just you, the if year, I remember. Just the year after, and apparently I felt the spirit. Why does Utah have the... Why is the number one cause of death in Utah for people between the ages of like 18 and 24 suicide? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The number one cause of death, my friends. She wouldn't know that because she just listens to Fox News. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I said, Mom, all I can say is it's just too bad that you and Dad don't have the type of relationship where he feels like he could just sit down or has the capability to sit down and say, look, this is something that I need. I've tried other things, and this is something that helps me. And she goes, well, I hope that day never comes. And she storms out of the office. Right. And then I can hear her in her bedroom recounting my entire conversation with her to my brother. Good, good. And he just has that one of those, like, things where you squeeze and it, like, flexes your forearms. Uh, Right. right. (laughs) Work out your forearm. You know, one of those things, like, in the 80s where Uh you're just, like, squeeze that thing. And he's like, "Uh Uh uh-huh, I hear you, Mom, Uh uh-huh. And he's just, like, flexing those forearms. And um, about 20 minutes later, she comes back into the office and she goes, Ashley, I need you to come into my room. There's something else we need to talk about. I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? What, what, what? 
And she goes, close the door. And my brother's in there just kind of like sitting and listening and pretending to be working on his laptop, right? Squeezing an exercise ball. Right, right, right. She goes, it's time we talk about the elephant in the room. And I'm thinking, what elephant? We've just talked about how I took your husband (laughs) to buy an illegal substance while you were under the knife. You accused us of stealing from you. Right. To make a and drug make a, deal make drug deals. with Manuel, the pot, the, <laughs> the pot tender. The bud tender. Bud tender. And uh, I was like, what elephant in the room, Mom? She goes, you really don't know what I'm talking about? And I said, Mom, no. You didn't call me on Mother's Day. And I'll proudly stand up <laughs> next to you and, and defend her still today. So, I mean, that's the nuts and bolts of it, guys. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, of course, it didn't end there because I ended up seeing her uh, at Christmas time. Right. But I think it was maybe the month of July, uh, January of this year that I, it was the last time I've spoken to her, which also means last time I've spoken to my dad. Um, because that's how it is right now. Right. When your dad has Alzheimer's. Right. But... One other little cute thing I want to throw in that happened was when, before I left, mom and I really, we reconciled. Okay. I didn't back down. I didn't apologize. Right. That was never going to happen. Right. Um, but we reconciled because I explained that my not calling her on Mother's Day had nothing to do with her and just that I hate the holiday. And that's how we reconciled. <laughs> And so, why is Mother's Day such a mess? The next day, <laughs> she sends me a picture of the receipt from breakfast that we ate while she was in right. surgery. At seven in the morning at the Black Bear Diner. I cannot believe you guys left me during my surgery to eat breakfast i should have had my sister come here she never would have stepped out of the hospital while i was in the operating room and i'll proudly stand up and you know if it hadn't been for another story that i will tell at some other time a different sharing time i i was from all intents and purposes i was done talking to my mother yeah done that makes sense. And and I felt fine. I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm done now. Oh, cool. Yeah. You're mad that we ate a meal. <laughs> so fuck you very much. <laughs> she was in the hands of medical professionals. And you just wanted some blackberry pancakes. I know. With a little bit of maple syrup. And some thick hard bacon. Oh, God. Some yeah. thick, chewy bacon. Jesus just spitting in your mouth. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break and then say goodbye. So we're back. We really are. We really, really are. You guys, we're going to record a breve this week. We are going. We, we've heard your requests. Your cries in the darkness. We we have honored your wishes. Well, we will honor your wishes, right? Because we're going to record an episode, a breve, about sucking dick. Anyway, <laughs> so your mom, okay, so, okay, so you haven't talked to your mom. You bought some pop for your dad. Uh, Yeah, 
I mean, there was there's a whole other saga that right. that might be well that would be an a full other episode that happened right. between then and me stopping to talk stopping right, right, talking right, to right, her right 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 and uh, it's even more mind blowing it's even <gasps> more mind blowing and it doesn't have anything to do with pot um, it just has to do with my mom as a person um, but um, so that's that um, listen for I want to wrap up the Demi tests episodes on. The Lad Blast podcast on the left shit. <laughs> I know. It's so hard to say all the time. Listen, I just want to say one thing before oh, okay. we get into like women's work. Women's work. <laughs> I'm a parent, right? Uh-huh. I have children. You yeah, have children. I do. If there is something in your life that, that drives such a wedge between you and your children or you and your spouse, mm-hmm. you need to reevaluate that thing. Like you're giving space, like the most important thing, like one could say that the most important things in your lives are like your, the relationships you have here on earth with your children, with your spouse, with your friends, with the people you care about. And if there is something, an organization started by a a grave digger in the 1800s who liked to rape 14 year olds. Yeah, no, I should have said rape. Sorry. If that, if that thing holds more value to you then your relationship with your spouse or with your children or with the ones you love, like you got to rethink some things. Like dudes, we're all, we're past that shit. It's not the fifties and sixties and seventies anymore. It's just so it's crazy. Just the 80s. It's, I mean, it's just the eighties. It's, 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 it's it, we're past it. We're better than that. Now we've evolved. Right. We, we understand now God, I hope that that shit, it's like, it's like, here's why people do that because they don't want to be alone. What? Okay. Tell me more. Well, in, in marriages, yeah, they're afraid of being found out, whatever it is, even if they haven't done something wrong, they're afraid of, of being found out that they think a certain way about something. Right. So they keep it to themselves. Right. Because they have this irrational fear that the spouse is going to leave them and they'll be alone and destitute. But have you ever thought about this? What if you just put it all on the line? Mm -hmm. You just be your authentic, true self Mm -hmm. in front of your spouse, in front of your children, and just see what happens. And see what happens. Like, for example, this weekend I took my children to a local amusement park. Mm-hmm. And we rode some roller coasters. Mm-hmm. And on one of the roller coasters, I thought it was really funny. I was sitting next to my son, who is very conservative. And I thought it was really funny to just swear a lot. <laughs> so as we were riding the roller coaster, I was like, fuck, cunt, bitch. Fuck, fucking, fuck, cunt, oh bitch. Oh, my God. And at one point in the ride, he punched me in the face <laughs> because he was so annoyed <laughs> that, like, at the language <laughs> that I was saying. But anyway... But, like, why not let our children or our spouses or the people that we love see the rawest, ugliest, most politically incorrect parts of ourselves Mm -hmm. and let them decide, like, what that means to them and if they want to punch us in the face? Mm -hmm. My eye is still a little tender. I thought I'd have a black eye. I mean, he didn't mean to punch me in the face. He was trying to slap me in the chest because he was like, stop, stop, Uh stop. uh But we were on a roller coaster, and so he accidentally accidentally punched me in the face. Right. But I just, I mean, I I literally can't imagine a world where I 
heard my dad say, fuck cunt bitch, <laughs> fuck cunt bitch <laughs> on a roller coaster. Anyway. Oh my God. Just like, what would happen if we showed the ugliest parts of ourselves to the people that we love? Think about that. I think people think that they would be left, they would be abandoned. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and then it, you got to get into. So, what? What are you so afraid of being alone? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it worth less to you to be authentic than to be in a relationship that's not really working? And I'll proudly stand <laughs> up next to you <laughs> and defend her still today. Anyway, is there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the U S. Anyway, what's happening? Okay, so, so thanks, that's Sister it. Twain, that's for saying that story. That was a really lovely story. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. I mean, <laughs> bless your dad's little heart. I know. I know. It just breaks my heart. Yeah. He has Alzheimer's. He's yeah. scared. He's confused. He's dealing with a lot of shit. Yeah. And a little bit of marijuana would just help him just like no. smooth over the rough patches yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway, that's the story. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for sharing. Listen. Look, this week's sharing time. Look for a brevet and some more demitasses. Ooh. Oh, sucking some dicks. Yeah. Well, the demitasses aren't. Right. So if you... Oh, wait. We have one other segment that we always forget about. It's called, What Did I Find in Brother Coffee's House Today? Oh, okay. Do you have something prepared? I do not. Okay. So this segment is to get you to look at our Instagram, which is... <laughs> Instagram, Instagram.com slash hot drinks. And it will be something that Sister Twain found in my house. What did you find in my house today, Sister Twain? I, I told you I haven't found it well, yet. Well, get it. Fucking get up and look for something. <laughs> but I do want to share really quick before we go that we had a gentle listener reach out and say, um, my husband and I have only left the church in the last year and we started sampling alcohol, but heck, it is nasty. What are we doing wrong? <laughs> and I gave her many, 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 many oh pointers. God. I gave Please her, have... I sent her voice messages. Okay, yeah. And then she said, and then I, I talked about how, um, you know, it didn't matter how it tasted to me at first because alcohol made me feel like I, the way I wanted the Holy Ghost to feel all those years. And she's like, you are the best. Thanks for all the advice. I'm going to have to go look for more sugar stuff because I told her to start sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then she said, today we tried some Jack Daniels and I thought it tasted like cough syrup. Ha ha. But my chest is still burning with the Holy Ghost. So I guess it worked. It worked. And I was like, that's the ticket. That's what you need. Yeah. <clears throat> so you need to find something in my house quick right now quick why why why, why do for I the do for the segment but what why do we have to do it while we're on the air because you have to tell people what to look for so they go look at uh at, i thought so, it was a surprise no i'm you're going to describe what it is because they want to see it so you go look okay so while sister twain is looking for what did we find in brother coffee's house today <laughs> if you have liked what you have heard please like us on iTunes. Uh, you can like us on the Anchor app. Um, and just let your friends know how much you love the hot drinks. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram, which is Instagram.com slash hot drinks. And don't forget, you can sign up for our Patreon at Patreon.com 
slash hot drinks, and you can get some lovely gifts in the mail from us. Or you can get some demitas, or we we post a monthly vlog, a video where you can see our faces. Um, Sister Twain, <laughs> Sister Twain is tiptoeing around my house like she is a detective in a murder mystery. Um, so please, please let us know what you thought of this episode. You can leave comments on um, our Instagram post, or you can message us, whatever. Sister Twain, we got to get this together. What is the thing you found in Brother Coffee's house that they should go check out Instagram to see? I'm supposed to say it? Yeah, because then they go, you, you say like, hey, I saw this thing. And then they go look and they see it's it. It's an old-fashioned phone. An old-fashioned phone. <laughs> uh, if you have any comments or feedback, please feel free to message us on the uh, Anchor app. You can send voicemails. Or you can email us at hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com. Uh, please go visit your local The Blooming Deseret and purchase some old school marijuana that you can roll in a joint. Okay. Pour yeah. a hot toddy. That's it. Get the get your shit together. Get, uh, get your shit together. Get your shit toddy. together, Karen. Oh my god, Karen's Mormon. That's all. Okay, bye. Bye.